Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America. Happy Tuesday. We've got a great show for you. We've been talking about election integrity so much. We've broken some of the most important stories in the world on this issue. And people talk to us, they ask us, you know, what is the big court case coming up on the horizon? Well, I believe it's the North Carolina case that the Supreme Court just took at the end of its session in June. This is a case that is going to decide whether legislatures really have the authority that the Constitution says they do to set the means, manner, and time of elections and not have the interference of a governor, of a court, as which has gone on in some of these redistricting cases. A very, very important story, and I've got the perfect person, somebody who's been on the front lines of election integrity. He's the man that helped expose what Mark Zuckerberg was doing to influence the election by giving tens of millions of dollars, actually over $300 million, to election judges around the country. He is Phil Klein. He is the director of the Amistad Project and, of course, one of the really great minds in all of election integrity. He's going to be our guest for the whole show today. I hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back after commercial break. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite 
under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. If you're concerned about election integrity like I've been for a very long time, you know this next guest. He is one of the most influential and trusted voices when it comes to uh, election integrity. He's the director of the Amistad Project, a law professor at the Great Liberty University, and a good friend of the show, Phil Klein. Phil, great to have you back on the show. Good to be with you, John. Uh, I want to start with something that may have been the most consequential decision that came out on the final day of the Supreme Court session. Obviously, EPA versus West Virginia, a major, uh, West Virginia versus EPA, a major victory against the regulatory state. But I think the decision by the court to take on the North Carolina reapportionment case, the uh, redistricting case, uh, may have longer term consequences to the way our elections are conducted. Tell us how important in your mind the decision is for the court to take that case for the next term. Extraordinarily so. And what it does is, uh, arguably, it puts the power back where it should be, and that's the elected people at the state level to determine the time, place, and manner of elections as it is articulated in our Constitution. Now, John, over the past oh, three or four decades, there's been this push against what, what the media would portray as politics. In other words, we've got to hand it over to experts, and we've got to let people who are um, have, have blue-collar, or I'm, I'm sorry, blue-ribbon degrees and Harvard degrees and Yale degrees and Ivy League, and let them make these decisions. And the problem with that is that the left assumes that eliminates politics. It does not. What it does eliminate is accountability. So you got a redistricting case coming out of North Carolina. And, you know, politics has always been a part of redistricting. And it is no matter who decides the case. The difference is when the legislature decides it, then they're accountable to the people. And additionally, they are accountable to the court if they violate the Constitution, but not if they don't violate the Constitution. So it's an extraordinarily important case that provides one critical element in all things relating to elections, and that's accountability. You've got to have people who run the policy being accountable to the people or you can't fix the problem. Yeah, it's such a remarkable moment to see. And there is a lot of issues that can be clarified by this case. Obviously, the prime issue in this is the ability of the legislature to create uh, redistricting based on the census reapportionment. But um, there are these states where legislatures have passed uh, election reforms, they're Republican legislatures, and the Democratic governor vetoes them. Could the court consider those as part of this? Could, could we perhaps end up at a place where legislators don't have to get a governor's signature in order to set the rules for um, elections? Well, there's that possibility as it relates to the um, determination of how you select the presidential electors, uh, because the Constitution gives that power directly to the state legislature. Now, there's a quite a court battle to be had as to what the, the 
framers meant by the legislature of each state. But uh, yeah, that argument can be made. But I, I think what's most significant here is what you see generally on the left is a desire to consolidate all authority yeah. into Washington so and to consolidate even that authority away from elected leaders. Um, and it's, it's really, John, kind of a manifestation of a Marxist philosophy that government and bigger government can decide all things best. Yep. So every solution has to come from on high. We don't believe in, in localized power, at least the left doesn't. And so that's why you, you, know, you might remember the uh, Senate uh, bill to consolidate or essentially federalize elections that failed uh, in this last session. They will continuously try to push power up to D.C., and I believe it's vitally important that the Republican Party try to push power down to people. Yeah, that's really the way the founding fathers intended it to. I mean, it's really clear when you study history, when you study um, the early speeches, the Federalist Papers, all that, you see that uh, the, the uh, founding fathers had this great distrust of a large centralized federal government, and they wanted the power constantly to be dragged back down to the people. And uh, the Democrats have really walked away from that, perhaps to their own peril with the electorate. It's going to be very interesting to see how people rule on big government socialism in this upcoming election. I want to ask you about a, a couple of good examples of where big government is trying to stomp on the will of the people. One of those occurred this uh, uh, in this last week with uh, the Justice Department, the Biden Justice Department, saying we're going to try to block the Arizona law that says uh, election officials must check uh, a voter's citizenship status before they can uh, be allowed to vote. This is odd because there's a 1996 law that was passed under Bill Clinton's era uh, that he signed into law that says non-citizens may not vote in federal elections. So if that law is to be enforced, you think that being able to check someone's citizenship status is a reasonable way to enforce that law. But uh, it seems like the Biden Justice Department wants to get in the way of the will of the Arizona legislature. Your take on that decision? Well, most certainly they are, and they're doing it by interpreting congressional legislation and where Congress has stepped in and tried to codify the manner in which voter ID might be uh, or identification of citizenship might occur. So if they're successful, it's only because of actions of Congress that would limit what state legislatures would do, not because the Constitution says you cannot engage in an effort to identify the legitimacy of the voter's identification as a citizen. So um, I, I think there are a couple of things to keep in mind regarding this. First of all, I firmly believe that the United States Supreme Court is the savior of individual liberty and federalism, and this court will continue to make decisions that defy the Biden administration's effort to consolidate authority and power in all areas, including elections. However, when Congress has passed a bill that has definitional items that can be um, broadly interpreted, it gives power to the executive branch, like the Biden administration, to decide that certain state laws are not in compliance with federal law that has passed. And they have a chance of winning because there the court only interprets congressional intent. So this is where I think we've both parties have failed at the national level, John. You, you have Republicans continuing to believe that in Congress they have to be relevant to all issues and, and they support federal laws that greatly constrain states in, in managing the election process, managing their funds, and all kinds of things. And, and that is contrary, I believe, to the will of the American people and our constitutional structure. 
Congress is not the repository of all wisdom. In fact, uh, the genius of America is around our kitchen tables and our local communities. It's people experiencing problems and, and getting together and solve, solving those problems. And, and we've forgotten that in this media age. Many of our congressmen run to the media to be relevant on any identified issue because they, have, they believe that they have to have something to say about it rather than saying, you know, it's not my job. That's your job to fix that. So the Biden administration has an opportunity here because we've had an over-legislative Congress believing that they can fix all problems. And, and we have to move away from that. So, again, I'm talking big picture as it relates to all kinds of policies. Our Republican Party, I've been a Republican all my life, right. has failed at the national level because they have often stood up and said, well, we got to fix what the people are clamoring um, to be fixed, rather than saying, you know, we believe in you exercising your freedom with the responsibility to fix that problem. Yeah, we trust and, you. Uh, yeah. yeah, we haven't done that enough. Um, you know, when was the last time you heard a congressman say that? Yeah. Somebody demand something and then say, you know, that's not my job. That's, that's your job. Um, they don't do that anymore. It's pretty remarkable fact that it's why so many people talk about Washington being a uniparty right now because Republicans often do it as often as Democrats. Obviously not to the extent of Democrats, but there's that temptation to insert the federal government where our founding fathers never intended it to be inserted. And I think that's what makes the Supreme yeah, Court education. so interesting. Yeah. Education is a great example right now. Exactly. Um, you know, education occurs where a parent, a teacher, and a child interact, not in those windowless offices of bureaucrats in Washington. Such a great point. And you've seen it time and again over the last couple of years, particularly uh, where big government is trying to get in the way. I, I want to turn to uh, an issue that a lot of people I don't think have spent uh, time thinking about. And it, I think it's inf infused a lot of the the uh, early debates. We, we had this horrible episode on January 6th at the Capitol. People struck police officers. They went inside. They shouldn't have done those things. They should be prosecuted, just like the people who uh, blew up cars during the George Floyd uh, uh, protest deserve the same prosecution. But there is this idea now that uh, any effort to influence or sway electors is somehow criminal. There's these criminal probes, the alternative elector slate. All of a sudden, have become big issues at the Justice Department. But we, you know, we've taken a tour through history. In 1876, there were two slates of electors offered, and Congress had a pick between them. Uh, the Democrats, both in 2000 and in 2016, uh, disputed elections and tried to. A really pressure electors to go against, to be unfaithful, go against their will. None of those times were there any prosecution threats like there are now. Uh, is some of this, the, the Capitol behavior aside, because what happened in the Capitol was criminal, um, is some of this now a political weaponization of law enforcement? Absolutely. You know, I, I uh, traveled to uh, South Korea in 1994 as part of a government exchange program, and I was meeting with members of their Congress, and it was odd because the members of their Congress that I met with, many of them had served time in prison prior to being elected. And I finally got up the nerve to ask, why is that? And they said, well, look, what, what has happened here is we use government power 
against our enemies. And our enemies are those who seek office against us. So if we win, we use the power of government to criminalize their conduct to punish them. And, and they've said that we are trying to move away from that. We want to move towards America where there's an independent judiciary and the standard that the law applies equally to everyone. And, and they worked very hard in that direction. And we've gone the opposite direction. We are criminalizing political speech. Now, back up a second. Does anybody seriously believe that President Trump tried to organize an armed coup? with violence to break into the Capitol building and commit violence and to assume a presidency or a kingship or whatever through a violent overthrow of the U.S. Capitol. Does anybody truly believe that? And you got to say no. So, so why are, is the left trying to, ass, to assign to the president criminal conduct when what he was doing was speaking about his belief that the election was, was, he'll say stolen. I believe that it was unlawful. I believe that we have great evidence to demonstrate that it was um, applied in a way where Democrat strongholds received special benefits to turn out the vote and Republican strongholds had the vote suppressed. I believe we were able to prove that. But the president was saying, this is wrong. We ought to reconsider it. We ought to have more time. That's not a coup. That's not criminal. And to call it criminal and to investigate it like it's a crime is seriously concerning. Because if you applied it equally, we'd have a lot of people in prison right now. And speaking of 2016, it was Nancy Pelosi's daughter. It Christine was Christine Pelosi. Pelosi. Yeah. She helped lead an effort to delay the electoral college vote, to have protests in all the states at the date that they gathered. Those protests resulted in riots, um, assaults upon law enforcement, destruction of property, death threats to electors. They premised a lot of their effort on the lie that there was rush, uh, Russian and Trump collusion. That lie was fermented and developed within the Hillary Clinton campaign. So everything you see January 6th talking about and applying to Trump applies to that effort. And we can go back in history, John, and we see numerous times where the Constitution did, it worked. Now, things were hard fought. You had disputes as it relates to electors. You had competing sets of electors sent up to the Electoral College. People were very frank about why they were doing that, just as right. they were this time. I don't think there was a secret about these electors. They were meeting and having news releases about what they were doing. So it's not like they were trying to fool anybody on what they were doing. Um, and And actually, it's directly analogous to 1960 in Hawaii. And in Hawaii, the Democrats claimed they won the state and they sued, but the governor certified the Nixon electors rather than the Kennedy electors because the official tally and canvas said Nixon had won the election. So that lawsuit is pending. So what the Democrats did is they sent uh, the electoral certificate up to the National Archivist, which they're supposed to do, to be considered by the Senate. And that reading of that certificate says we are the duly elected and certified electors. They They weren't. Yeah, they the were Republicans not. were, yeah. but everybody knew what was going on. Yeah. Nobody believed there was this giant secret fraud, yeah. which the left is trying to prove through a Hollywood producer, an ABC News producer that they put out there to run their show for them. 
and 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 a member of the committee has already published a book about his efforts. Unreal. Jamie Raskin, yeah. who was who was by the way one of the Democrats back in two thousand six. He was. He was part of the pressure squad, squad, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so anyway, that, that language in that nineteen sixty Democrat certificate reads exactly like these so-called false electors that Trump was setting up yeah, or no. sending up there. And then and then what happened is Vice President Richard Nixon, who, who was the candidate for president, as he certified, the court ruled in favor of the Democrats after these certificates had been set up. So Nixon set aside the Republican certificate and accepted the Democrat certificate. Yeah, no, it's pretty remarkable. It really is. All right, folks, we'll be right back with more amazing news right after the break. Thanks for listening to John Solomon Reports. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at signup. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Phil, I want to step back for a second because I, I think you talked about the distrust that Americans increasingly have of this big government uh, socialism. Uh, the federal government's going to solve everything, even if it tramples on rights. Uh, the it has created a uh, opposite 
equal reaction in the red states, particularly led by their attorneys general, uh, to uh, reinvigorate federalism, to reinvigorate state rights. And they've had some significant, significant uh, victories in the courts over the last two years. Uh, have the Democrats unexpectedly, or uh, is the, the silver lining to the Democrats big government thing that they've revived federalism in America? Well, I, I think uh, this has been coming um, for a long time, John. Yeah. And the Supreme Court of the United States is going to be our savior because that court, and I've had the honor of arguing before twice, and I've, I truly respected their endeavor to understand the purpose and meaning of law that's being applied in the Constitution. And, and that Constitution is a radical document on behalf of individual liberty. And, and what you've seen on the left and unfortunately, sometimes Republicans have played along with this, is you see a desire to consolidate authority. Now, on the left, that comes from a Marxist philosophy, that your rights are dependent upon the group that you're a member of. In other words, government has jurisdiction over thought. It has jurisdiction over speech because it knows the right way. It is the solution. And if you speak against what it's trying to accomplish, you are the enemy and you could be treated differently. And we see that breaking out on the left now. We see it with the January 6th investigation as contrasted with what happened in 2016, with the January 6th approach as what contrasted with the riots during 2020. You see it in the expenditure of funds. You know, Obama providing funds only for union uh, companies in certain instances, uh, trying to direct all behavior through government policy because the left believes it has all the answers and it can fix everything. So when the left believes there's coercion that is necessary in speech. And you can go back, you know, there's a uh, Herbert Marcuse, who is a American uh, German philosopher, political scientist, who wrote extensively on left policy. In 1969, wrote an article called the, the Pure Tolerance. The, the, I, don't, I don't think he used the word evil, but he criticized tolerance in speech and said we need to suppress, government needs to suppress the right and elevate the, the holy and, and pure speech of the left. And, and that's what they believe. They believe that's best. You see that movement emanating from things like hate speech laws yeah. that now have become and tried to apply to conservative thinking. And I'm not talking about white supremacy. I'm talking about if you raise your voice and question the election, you're considered an enemy of the state by the left and a threat to democracy. Remarkably. And I remember laughing when a Wall Street Journal reporter asked me this. They said, Mr. Klein, just by challenging these election results, and as you know, John, we were challenging the use of more money than the federal government spent in the election given by one person yeah. into election offices dictating policy. And, and they yeah. said, aren't Mark you Zuckerberg undermining democracy? Dollars, yeah. Yes. I, I remember laughing and saying, undermining democracy is questioning the performance of government. It's stunning to me. It is. It is. But they've come up with these lines and they've got an echo chamber in the media. But here's something they can't have uh, ever a vision. When you did the initial work exposing Mark Zuckerberg in the Center for uh, Civic and Tech uh, uh, Tech and Safe Life, all the donations that were going from Zuckerberg to these uh, election judges, now there are 20 states, 20 states. We just did this story yesterday. 20 states that have are in the process of banning 
uh, that practice. You have to feel good that you brought it to the attention of so many people. And now, finally, it's getting addressed, certainly in red states. Uh, surprised there or not surprised that legislators took that seriously and are, are rooting that money out solely. Yeah, they're starting to. And and the problem we have now is the Biden administration is backfilling it now yeah. through agency grants yep. to those same nonprofits. That's right. So, so now the federal taxpayer dollar, rather than Zuckerberg and, and the leftist billionaires, are still going to play. Um, and as you know, John, it, it was Zuckerberg is at the tip of the iceberg of that story. Um, but but uh, now the Biden administration is using the federal government. And and it's it's. You know, if, if you step back and you look at the administration's policies, in, in a large sense, the consistency that you find is that it views many of the American people as the enemy of the good state. And it, it, it tries to reduce their freedom, reduce their speech, because they're considered enemies. And America was not built on that presumption. It was built on the presumption that it's individuals exercising their freedom with responsibility and allowing that freedom, even if you disagree, that is the core function of government to protect that. And, and no nation that is not peopled with persons willing to defend the freedom of those with whom they disagree will remain free. And that's the problem we have right now. We need, we need both conservatives to stand up and say, you know, I think that guy's an idiot. But... I don't mind if he exposes himself and speaks it. Yep. Because that's what and our founding fathers intended. Yes. That is the vigor. That's the measure of the strength of a democracy. How much it can allow free thought and free speech. And you know what? The measurement of America right now is not very good in that area. No. And we used to be the beacon of free speech for an entire world. We were the inspiration for people who were suffering in banana republics that they could come here and they would get their free speech and their liberty. And now we're now some days people look at who came from those countries saying, wait, I didn't come here for this. This is not what I, I signed up for. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, last yeah. question for you before we go to commercial break. Um, there is this historic uh, ruling that the Supreme Court made overturning Roe v. Wade, sending the issues back to the states. You've been warning very cogently on social media and your TV appearances that one thing to be watching for is that the Biden administration may try to use the power of the purse and hold states hostage saying, hey, you won't get your federal funds unless you allow abortion. Uh, how serious a threat is that as you look out over the Biden administration's strategy? Well, very. Um, you know, it is the holy grail of, of leftist politics is abortion. And it's abortion on demand. And that's an important point. You know, America overwhelmingly would support restrictions on abortion. They certainly would support restrictions on the aborting abortion of a viable child. And right. The reality in this country that's not been recognized because they've played word games and, and they've also had a media cabal that supported them is there aren't abortions to save the life of the mother that have been restricted. That doesn't happen. Um, I reviewed the records of over 10,000 abortions in Kansas by a premier late-term abortionist, and he had claimed before I got those records that all of his abortions were to save the life of the mother. None of them were, John. Not a one. We have abortion. We've had abortion on demand in this country for whatever reason up to the moment of birth for several decades after Roe. And we've been so radical, our nation has forced it, has exported it, has tied our federal dollar aid to foreign nations based on the provision of what we call reproductive health care. So 
Um, we've been very, very radical in the world. There are restrictions on abortions in Europe that, that the left here would call radical uh, pro-life and extremist. You know, France and, and Germany, they have restrictions after like 15 weeks on abortions. Yeah. So, so it's the, the, the whole issue has been centered on lies and misrepresentations as to what it is. Now, the Biden administration will use every bit of their authority, whether it be declaring emergencies for reproductive health. You know, they, they love these emergencies because it allows them to bypass, bypass the democratic process, and you have to go to court to stop them. So I, I believe that they will declare a public emergency on reproductive health, they will also start tying Medicaid, Medicare dollars, and other dollars unless Congress puts a stop to it and uh, to the provision of abortion services. They'll do everything possible. And, and also, it's important for people to recognize that the fears of the left of what this decision in Dobbs means will not be met. You know, I remember when it first came down, I said, you're going to have states offer abortion tourism. And what do you think California is doing? Yeah, that's, that's a reality yeah. now. It isn't just a threat. They're actually doing it. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's not nearly as dangerous and frightening as what the left claims. And I've always found that in the arguments about that, there's not the concern about the women. There's a concern about generating fear. Because with fear as the emotion, you can grab votes, you can raise money. And as much as anything, this is about the midterm elections right now. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Well, uh, you have been warning and proven right so many times over the last many years, uh, Phil. It's, you're such a, a treasure for our American public. How do people follow the good work you're doing at Liberty that you're doing uh, at Amistad Project? What's the best way to stay in touch with all the great work you're doing? Well, my, my Twitter is, a, a, is it a hashtag or pound symbol? What is that? It's a at sign, at Phil Decline, right? Yeah, Phil decline, Phil with two L's. And then um, you can follow some of our election work. Amistad, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I am running the Amistad project, right. but it's not a real uh, public face. Right. Um, you can go to the AmericanVotersAlliance.org and learn some of what we're doing. We're affiliated with uh, the American Voters Alliance. And yeah. They do great Important work. Important stuff. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Well, Phil, we're a huge fan of what you do. We're always blessed when you come on the show. We learn so much. And uh, usually four months later, everything you say comes true. And the people are like, I remember hearing that from Phil Klein. That's why we that's why we bring you on this great show. Thank you so much for your time well, today. Thank you. Great to have you, you on. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of Pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't. You'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time 
IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, thanks for joining us. So grateful that you can spend some time with us. We enjoy having you here at justthenews.com, at John Solomon Reports. And of course, if you need a news fix, we got you covered 24-7 with breaking headlines, investigative scoops, enterprise reporting, big picture stories, big newsmaker interviews. Go check us out all the time at justthenews.com or even better yet, go download the Just the News app in the iOS, Apple, and Android, Google stores. A great way to read, listen, and watch Just the News content. Yep, we have video, we have radio, we've got text. You should check us out every day on the Just the News app. Easy to download from iOS and the Android store. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American citizenship and its decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash 
Just news. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.